Hello and welcome to How Much for a Sleeve, a podcast about tattooing hosted by an actual tattooist. Just pulled a face and an actual knob, Mick. <laughs> how are you doing? Well, how are you? Good, good, good. I'm going to come in straight in Fucking with hell. two willy laws. Okay. Um, the reason it's relevant right now is because you're bad willy the last couple of weeks. This is why I've missed an episode. Yeah. Uh, um, aster- asterisk knees. Continue. <laughs> Um, last week, one of the reasons, apart from your bad willy, that we have missed a week is you've been away, I've been away. And uh, uh, G and I, Grant and I were up in York last week for his birthday. G man. Um, and then he's on pasta watch in the kitchen. Might get him to come and say hello in a minute. Um, and then we were in the hotel watching some telly, <laughs> scrolling through the guide. And what comes up? The man with the penis on his arm. Oh, yeah. Did you watch it? No, I haven't seen it, but I've read about it. Like, it is, oh. it, did this knob fall off because of yes. blood poisoning or something from a from a yeah. drug use or something? He was without home and um, an excessive drug user, and he got a, an infection in his willy and it fell off. Oh. So then, so then they grew a willy on his arm, um, and then COVID happens. They, do they talk about, do they cover why they didn't grow it on like his back or his side where he can hide it? Why is it? it was on his forearm as well. I'm assuming there's science for it. Skin thickness or something. Maybe. Maybe the skin in your forearm is remarkably similar to that in his shaft. Don't know. There's um, got to be a reason because he, it's not like he's he's just out there with lazy and can't be bothered to hitchhike. So just wafts his, his, his <laughs> arm up there. He said it was, it was problematic. Look, he's got a big because... thumb. <laughs> He said it's problematic because he'd like lean over someone to help them in the supermarket, and this dong would just like fall out of sleep. <laughs> well, can can you get that? Can you get that? Sorry, excuse me, excuse me, young man. You wouldn't be able to reach up to that little that dog food up there. See, I'm too small as an old lady. I can't reach you. Ordinarily, I would, but you see, the thing is, I've got a got a cock growing on my arm, and I don't want to brush that across <laughs> your face. So you have to wait till someone else comes around. Bye. I've got some excellent screenshots from it where I just took a photo of the TV where he's like holding it against his head. It's just dangling down in front of his nose. Um, but poor timing for him. COVID happened and then he had it on his arm for an extra two years. And they were like, um, there was parts of the show where he's just on the phone to the doctor saying, you've just got to get this dick off my arm. It's been on there for six years. So then they chopped it off and then sewed it on. And there were a couple I've, of other people in there. It. Oh, you must watch it. I should watch it again because I fell asleep. But there was someone on there who'd had a micro penis, and they grew one on him as well to a, give a him bi- a, a bigger one. A bigger one. Yeah. I was going to say, like, because it's like, so you, your dick fell off in your hands. Yep. Okay. So you want us to make you a new one? Yes, please. How big was it? <laughs> Ooh, how big was it? Um, <laughs> on the flop or heart? Do you need, no, don't need to know that. Do you need to know that? Um, oh, six and a half on the flop. <laughs> Like basically, like basically, like like a can and a half of Red Bull. <laughs> when it was cold. When it when it was when I, when it was freezing cold, and I just got out of the shower after playing sports. <laughs> um, another, my other quick really lol is that it it must be twice, three times a week that somebody sends me some sort of funny dick lol and it brings me so much joy this Keep week I've been sent in. yeah 
<laughs> twice this week somebody sent me a dick lipstick where they're like the lipstick is in the shape of a little willy and now oh it brings me so much joy that everyone says saw this and thought of you <laughs> it's nice isn't it i love how consistent i've been since school <laughs> yeah goth <laughs> dick tick dick yeah brings me joy um what's new how was your holiday uh, um yeah holiday was good we hadn't even spoke since holiday went to went to italy done the amalfi coast went to napoli Fancy. naples that was nice um nice naples not so nice but equally brilliant proper rough but in a good way Ooh. loved it yeah loved it I really a... enjoyed your description of the Italian people, particularly what the men wear. Jeans from the future, uh, jeans from the past, trainers from the future. It's, um, that's not <laughs> I was my... thinking of just jeans with writing on them. And oh, all, yeah. the, all yeah. the women are banging. Yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. All the women look amazing. All the geezers look just dreadful. <laughs> just awful. I'm sorry to just, any yeah, Italians. Any... Yeah. So you, so you fucking gear and especially your website. There's no need to be cutting around with fucking Ferrari shoes on, that's for sure. <laughs> they don't own a Ferrari. <laughs> even like if, a you, even if you did, probably worse if you did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, beautiful, beautiful place. Fucking wicked. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. And then I went to Wales, which was equally beautiful. Did you? We've yeah. not spoken at all. Yeah, I went to, went, went to a comedy festival in Wales with my brother. Oh, I did see that. A couple yeah. of the pals, which was, uh, which was did brilliant. You... Did you learn how to be funny? Nope. No, I didn't think so. I've been going um, every year and they won't bloody let me get on the stage. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd enjoy it so much if you did. I might do it again. I think you should. Might do it again. Who knows? Um, I just want to heckle. You wouldn't You wouldn't be allowed. You'd be thrown no, out. I know. As a, uh, as a goth <laughs> woman at the back. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get rid of her, please? She's got a dick lipstick in her pocket. <laughs> <laughs> we did find the dick, the, the dick lipstick on her we'll get rid of her mate yeah we'll get rid of her um, <laughs> um friend of the show dr matt lodder has written an excellent article in the uh in the i news the independent um, about um a short history of a ukrainian tattooing and how different symbols have come to mean different things of, of anger and peace and military and all that sort of stuff since the since the wars happened so go and check that out very very He's interesting fucking way too brainy it could be fucking hanging around of us that's for sure but <laughs> yeah it's almost like i think the 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 title of it was about how ink is becoming a symbol of defiance against against the pricks so it's um yeah it's very 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 interesting very moving at points about the, like the history of tattoos in military as well and how um various agencies would keep a record of their men and women's tattoos and people would be you know people have their fucking it's grim but people have their head blown off can be identified by the words they've got on the pictures they've got tattooed on them so it's yeah, yeah. it's moving but it's, it's very well written because he's a fucking genius but yeah go check that out do you think if we convince him to be our friend he'll make us more clever or... no no i think it just no. made me feel f- thicker i nearly said thick then even when <laughs> thicker yeah so yeah, no. Did you did you just spit in your own eye there? You said like thick, and then you wiped yeah. your eye. That's just my yeah. Just that yeah. That's the answer to your question. <laughs> I don't think even 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 someone as brainy as him has got no chance. <laughs> um, I'm seeing you in person this week for tattoo yeah, worlds. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do a tattoo of my cat on my leg. 
Yeah. And we're going to go knuckles as well, aren't we? Yep. Anna Willy. Anna Willy. Are you going to have lol on your lip? I've I never think... done one. I'd like to give it a whirl. Probably. Fuck it. Yeah. You can. You can. You can lol on my lip if you want. You'll be the only person I've got matching tattoos with then. Yay. <laughs> um, Grant's here. Hello, Grant. He can't hear. I've got headphones on. Oh. Grant. He won't be. We could try and involve him in this conversation. He won't be able to hear you, but he could just say hello into the microphone. Yeah, that occasionally do. we get requests for Grant's presence. We do. Hello. Hey. You want to come and listen with one ear? Um, earlier before we started recording, Danny was there, mixed girlfriend, and um, he held the headphones up for her to say hello, and she spoke into the headphone. She spoke <laughs> into the headphone. Yeah. Yeah, we had, we had a word. It's fine. How are you, you doing, mate? Do I'm good, thank you. Good. Looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, on Saturday. Yeah. All day. I know. That means you have to put up with two lots of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you, I've, you. I've had seven years of or eight <laughs> years of training. I think I'm capable. Yeah. Mick is definitely that. worse than me. I think I no, you bring out you make me worse. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't I'm, bring out the best in you, I bring out the worst in you. Right, yeah. I wouldn't have spent the last half an hour talking about fucking bumming on hamster teeth. Oh, that was not, yeah, that was not even me. I didn't even start no. that. I went away to rescue something from the cat and came back. And then our guest had joined the conversation and Mick was already talking about bumming. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of my, sort of my thing, innit? Um, but how are you? You well? You keeping well, Grant? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good, I'm pleased. Bikes, you've got a new bike, one of you, or both of you? I have. Yeah, yeah Lucy has. What is it? Yeah. And I've already been busy stripping it down and doing <laughs> stuff to it. <laughs> you know, because the standard one is not is not capable of yeah of Lucy. Bless him. He's been working on two bikes for me today. Look at you. You got your own you fucking oh I got involved with a guy. Yeah, he's a garage, so it's fine. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> What's the point of having a boyfriend if you can't do manual, manly tasks? Like Don't know. Do you want to ask Danny? She, Danny! <laughs> <laughs> she, she's replied, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> Sensible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for joining us, Granny. How's the dinner looking? Well, the pasta is done. So <laughs> we did say it was going to be quick, and then we Good just... Lad. just Good impossible. Lad. <laughs> um, right, our guest. Yes. Cheers, Grant. See you, mate. Um, Mick says bye. Bye, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> this is an actual tattooist. We have an actual yeah. tattooist. Who's that then? Not, not me. You. Not me. It's Elvis. It's not. It's not Mick. He he's not even an actual knob. It's Willie Fella. <laughs> oh God, we're not getting back into knob falling off. <laughs> Move away from dis- dislocated knobs. Um, Talking of knobs. Mike Boyd is nice, wasn't he? <laughs> what, what a guy. <laughs> yeah, lovely chatting to him. And a sort of a little bit of a different, um, similar outlook, but a different way of approaching stuff, like coming at it from a colour theory point first and then finding yeah. out what you're going to do rather than being told you've got to know about colour theory, otherwise you've got to do this, you've got to do that, you've got to do, you know. And yeah. using like, I feel like when these apprenticeships, you just get stuff ram down your throat and if you've got someone who's into color theory you're not allowed to make up your own mind on color it's got to be by the book and all that so i thought that was that was interesting yeah really knowledgeable i hope he teaches me about color yeah 
Why? <laughs> I don't I, really. I'm not fussed about it. Quite happy with black. Just, just, I always think it's just a bit cheaper on the ink, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely cheaper. One and, bottle. And less stuff to fucking cart around behind you whenever you go anywhere. Yeah, don't need a mag. All yeah. I need is a bottle of black and a liner. <laughs> Easy. Bottle of bud and a line, I think you said. <laughs> All anyone knows, needs. Yeah. Still can't talk. No, but again, yeah, sentences aren't your aren't your it's um, not, aren't your your good English thing today. It's not the way today. All week it's been like that. Yeah, but he's class class geezer with some with some good tales and some and some really interesting stuff with colours, colours your thing, colours what you want to get into, colours what you do. You'll you'll love this one. So um Yeah. Any it's more good. any more administrative tasks? Don't think so. Can you hear Elvis shouting? No. Can you stop now. Is is yelling in the background in case there's any weird noises? It's not Grant. It's it's <laughs> Grant Dreamies. Dreamies. <laughs> that was Grant. Ter- that was terrifying. That was weird. <laughs> um, cool. That's the last time we invite Grant on. Nice one. <laughs> That's even worse. Right. Nice one. Um, I will see you in three a days. Few days and. Yeah. Dreading it. Well, yeah, me too, in a way. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Keep sending Lucy your dick stuff. Please um, do. Yeah. Not actual like images though, not photos. Yeah, go and read Mr. Lodder's article in the Dr. Lodder. Fuck me. Dr. Lodder's Doctor. article in the in the in the inews.co.uk and have a lovely day and we will see you soon. This is episode 44 of How Much for Willies. a Sleeve. How many willies? With Mike Boyd. Willies. Hi, this is Tess Holiday, and you are listening to How Much for a Sleeve. And if I were you, I would turn this shit off. It's it's fucking trash. This episode, we are speaking to actual color wizard um, Mike Boyd, and we might actually talk about some tattooing because I need to know all the secrets. Um, hello. Hi, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming Thanks on. For, yeah, thank you for coming on. I think like most of our pre-recording chats are normally spelt said like spent. Thank you so. I'm having some problems talking today, but that's okay. We're just going to see it through. This is what happens if I'm tired. I just lose the ability to speak. Um, so maybe my Fuck me. <laughs> Mick. <laughs> yeah, that was Mick. careless having similar names. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> well, when I um when I messaged Matt Stubbs, I sent him a voice note. And I was like, here, can you sort us out with Mike? Bo-? No, I said, here, can you sort us out with Matt Boyd? And he messaged back and he was like, I don't know a Matt Boyd, but I do, I do know a Mike Boyd. How about that? And I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've known that for years actually very oh, long time commiserations <laughs> he's a nobony he's matt stops man <laughs> something, else. something else that boy we we jest but he is quite a nice man and a Lovely. beautiful One. wife i don't know yeah. how he got her <laughs> yeah I, did you go to their wedding no, I didn't know oh, them then. Sick. They are uh, talking about renewing their vows just to have another party. Yeah, that like, was a dope party. So, yeah, do it again. <laughs> if you're listening, Matt, that's how you know. It, see if he listens. Definitely do that again. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it like a festival sort of set? No, it was great. It was like themed like um, it was out in Essex, I think. Uh, and it was just a rave for three days. It's great. Oh my God. It was just like a small little festival. It was great. Had a great time.
that sounds awesome three days is a quite an investment you expect of people for a wedding so you've got to be cool if i had a three-day wedding i reckon i don't know if you my brother would come <laughs> <laughs> i definitely wouldn't no way it's camping it's fine Bit fucked, you'd say. <laughs> yeah luckily the weather was good otherwise that would have been shit that definitely oh help. there's a big risk isn't there in having a festival Ooh, for a wedding totally, in England. Man. <laughs> especially in England. <laughs> yeah definitely well you've got you've got to hit that sweet spot of about 22 degrees and no rain yeah any more than yeah. that it's half your congregation is sunburned or stressed <laughs> yeah yeah got sunstroke vomiting yeah yeah man. it's any colder than that everyone's everyone's had enough <laughs> and anything anything with rain's fucked so and that goes for any wedding yep yep yeah yeah um, I have a friend, just talk about sunstrokes, just remind me, I have a friend who is not anti-COVID, is aware that COVID exists, um, but was just quite happy to carry on with normal. And um, um, so last year, he definitely got COVID, but was adamant that it was sunstroke. <laughs> but the day that he got the sunstroke <laughs> was a day of rain. And <laughs> so now we're like, do you remember that time he had sunstroke, but it was COVID and you had a cough and a migraine and you were in bed for two weeks, but it was sunstroke. Yeah, that's a long sunstroke, man. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys had it? COVID. Not I that think... I know of. No, oh, I've had it twice, man. Have you? Yeah, joys of London living. Which, um, which flavours did you have? I had the Delta and the Omicron. Delta was the first one. Yeah, de- it big... wasn't too bad, but it fucked me up a lot more than Omicron, man. Like, Omicron was super chill, but Delta really <laughs> came in and tore me up. Yeah. I've, I've, Were you I in Hampstead? Think... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just have to I just have to clear not clear this up, but let you in on an in-joke listeners. Um I ran away to stop my terrorist car and when I came back I put my headphones on to a conversation about bumming in Hampstead. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, Mike said it had a it had a walk round Hampstead Heath and I'm asked him if he got bummed because I think that was where a lot of uh, I say a lot of it's probably only one MP in the eighties <laughs> or nineties um <laughs> fell on a dick while married to a woman. Um and oh I, wow, I didn't know he was married. Yeah, I'll probably uh, uh, yeah, I'll I'll do some I'll do some reading on that and oh, uh, get back to you on the actual on the actual wow. details. Bring the facts. Yeah. See so, yeah, that's that's the bumming reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very professional podcast. I, I wonder say. who starts like a... bumming. Yeah, a bumming on the heath gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite a new... Do you have to sign up? Join a register? <laughs> Newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon there's just like those signs on trees where a little pull-off phone number on the bottom, like, do you want to start bumming? <laughs> Call me on this number. Yeah, I had no idea that existed. I'm going to have to Google the shit out of that later. Yeah, there's, uh, <laughs> there's, there's more than one. Oh, it's Google. Is it? Uh, it just in Hampstead. This, yeah, specifically wow. Hampstead Heath. Uh, I'm not going to say any names, just in case there's a court something that's happened after this. But Conservative MP <laughs> has spoken to the media after he resigned after over an alleged homosexual incident in Hampstead Heath, London, for which he was arrested. Wow. That's wow. When was that? That was 1992, and then, and then. I wonder if it's all across all parks or just Hampstead. I don't know. Hampstead, Hampstead Heath is like, it's pretty wild in parts. 
you'd be shocked that you're in London. Whereas the other ones are all very city parks. And the other is, the other is there one a lot was, of coming in Hyde Park, do you think? Probably. Hyde we, Hyde and Willie Park. Fucking <laughs> 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 rubbish. Pooh Gardens, I think, is a little too posh, I think. That's Pooh Gardens. <laughs> um so the 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 other one, so there is one more that I can find, which was Clapham Common. No uh, way. And I used to live around there as well years ago. Yeah, and he missed <laughs> out on all this fun. He was he was a labour, so one each. All oh, right, one all. <laughs> as ever, we've gone way way wider where we ought to be at the very least at the start. Lucy, do you want to bring it back? <laughs> I don't know. I quite enjoy it. Like it's better than poo talk. If I'm Definitely honest, better than poo talk. <laughs> um. So tattoos, you do them. Right. Yep, yep. Been tattooing now almost thirteen years. Nice one. Um, been in tattoo shops since about uh, summer of two thousand and seven. Wow. Um, got into it by complete accident as well. Um, was studying biology at the UEA. Oh wow. Um, yeah. What's up, my ends, UEA? How are you? Ah, oh, sick. Yeah, man. I love Norwich. I was in Norwich for nine years. Um, oh. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, great city, man. I had a great time. Good memories. Um, yeah, and then moved to London just over eight years ago now. How did you get into it if you were studying biology? Uh, well, I was just uh, just needed a Saturday job and I happened to know um the people who i at the indigo in norwich where i first got my first tattoo um was hanging out with them a lot and then i moved in with the piercer and one of the tattooers at the time and then ended up like covering the front of house a couple of weekends during summer just because i think they were hung over or whatever so i would <laughs> turn up and fuck about for about eight hours and then yeah just kind of was fascinated with the industry and then I realized like fuck I could do this I could be pretty fucking good at this <laughs> so here we are man here started you are. my apprenticeship in 2009 um a bit of a baptism of fire apprenticeship kind of six months and then was a full-time tower uh very intensive dropped at the deep end loved it <laughs> and then yeah here we are man back in almost 13 years later crazy how long did it take you to get to the sort of style you do now like super vibrant and um and... that was one of the main reasons why i moved to london because i was very typecasted up in norwich as a black and gray realism artist okay did that for a lot just by the just by the nature of like what the walk-ins were around that sort of time like Norwich has got quite a lot of like offshore workers who've just come in and they just got like bare money and just want to get covered as quickly as possible so I was just doing endless black and gray sleeves um and then I really wanted to push the color work but was always scared of it kind of never really understood it very well um so started like educating myself more on like color theory and stuff like that because I kind of had like the basics of you know the technical side of tattooing down but you know I really wanted to experiment and like had a history of like graffiti growing up and I just kind of wanted to kind of 
really start pushing my more color abstract paint work onto skin. So just started fucking around on friends and just seeing how it heal and kind of experimenting a lot. Um, but I wasn't getting enough of it in Norwich. So I was just like, fuck, I need to get out of here. Kind of toyed around with maybe Manchester, but I was like, oh, fuck it. I think London's the one. So, yeah, moved down there with Joe Carpenter, um, January 2014. And then said to uh, the guys at the circle that I just really wanted to push the colour work, like, don't book me in any black and grey. And, yeah, I just kind of learnt like that, basically, on the job. How would you even like go? How would you even start teaching yourself about color theory and stuff? Like, I just work in black. Oh, Amazon, man. Amazon <laughs> just brought loads of color books, just re- like watched loads of YouTube. Um, I'm very much of a kind of, I need to learn on the job. I, I really struggle with kind of like reading and then digesting that kind of information. I'm the academic things. Yeah. Better at an exam than a coursework type thing. Yeah, yeah I'm rather. way kind of, I need to do it. So, um, yeah, just a lot of practicing, a lot of practicing with just kind of simple paints. Um, and kind of a good thing to do as well was just like getting, I was getting off cuts of color paper from a printer's not too far from me when I lived in Norwich and just experimenting with them, putting them together, just kind of looking at how like, you know their interaction and if they've like got a hard edge to one another or if they complement another or you know if you're trying to get a mood across so yeah it just became like one of those things that I opened and then I just got obsessed with and then I've just kind of been reading about colour for nine or so years nine ten years now um yeah love it (laughs) That's so interesting. A bit of a geek when it comes to colour, really. It's good to Did be... you ever... Sorry. So I was just going to say, it's good to be a bit of a geek about something you enjoy, though. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, I really... There must I be really... so many people who just... Ugh, their way through an awesome life as a tattooist because oh, they get... Yeah, they, you know day, what I mean? man. There's too many grumpy cunts out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking tattooers, man. We've got the best job on the fucking planet. Oh, my God. It's um, so true. Some so many people take themselves seriously, and it's like, mate, you're just a fucking tower. Chill out. Chill <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out, man. It's so um, true. Yeah, I, I have a real passion for it because I. It's fascinating how, uh, like, the human eye, like, picks up color, and that's just like, and it's different across the board, and how people have tastes in color, and how like animals view color differently and yeah i find it fascinating that it all to a degree doesn't exist like you're just you're really just messing around with tone really more than anything so it's fascinating though it's like uh uh something that just i think about every day and i just have to like oh what if i did this and yeah it's cool man i like i'm so blessed to do what i do and to be able to have the have the ability to just kind of sit down and focus on color and you know to be paid to do it is fucking 
dope. <laughs> <laughs> it is the best job in the world. Like sometimes when I'm cross about the drawing load or the admin and stuff, I have to just give myself a little slap and be like, fucking hell, yeah. this is the fucking best. This is what it I've is, always man. wanted. It's such a privilege to do what we do and to be like, you know, a sought after artist is, you know, what, what I aim to be like when I started tattooing. I'd always want to be fucking someone who had like a good wait list and was kind of known for being really good at something. And I kind of didn't see a lot of what I wanted to do in tattooing. So I just really pushed it. Um, And yeah, it's just fascinating, you know, that you kind of, you have these people who come to see you from all over the world. Well, kind of stuff a bit more now, but pre COVID it was like, crazy man i would have people flying from hong kong get towed all day and then fly back that evening what you know like what they would have a translator like because they didn't speak they would be on their phones doing whatever the fuck they were doing just get towed for like seven hours and then just fuck off again and you're like mate this is bananas that's insane bananas it must be so hard not to get an ego with stuff like that I mean I don't know if you have or not you might do but Um, (laughs) but like when you meet tattooists who do have massive egos and you're like yeah I I like to think that I don't I hope that I come across like I don't because I don't think I do (laughs) 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 but I could be fucking way off Um, I was just trying to tell you actually by saying that (laughs) (laughs) rein it in mate (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right Billy Big Wolves (laughs) no no well I mean I still don't know Uh, I'll let you know at the end (laughs) yeah you can tell me in an hour or so we'll we'll put it out we'll put it out to a we'll put it out yeah put it on a boat man let us know has Mike got an ego yeah I'd be really interested. <laughs> I hope not because I've taken a lot of hallucinogenics and I've gone through some pretty gnarly shit so I'm hoping that I haven't fucking <laughs> I'd be surprised if I still had an ego just so, hoping that they're cool. keeping you humble yeah man yeah they keep you in check <laughs> I have a question about colour yes, as, as a you know from what you said if there was one you could probably make yourself a doctor of colour when you just go about your day do you see wrong colours put together? And it uh, and I'm not talking about people's clothes because that's different. I'm talking about, you know, an advert that look probably looks fine in isolation, but then they put that green yeah. and yellow advert on a red bus and you go, fuck! Yeah, wrong. totally, man. Or like, if there's like a really nice like landscape, I always just think, oh, it'd be better if it was that colour. Or, or <laughs> well, like, like the yeah. actual world. Yeah, just like things like when I was walking around Hampstead Heath and like it's fucking lush around there and there's these massive houses and there's like some really nice like kind of gorgeous houses. And I was like, yeah, but it'd be better if it was a better shade of orange or just a contrast <laughs> against this. So yeah, colour's just a constant, man. Colours colors and shapes are what I just think about a lot. Um, colour blows my mind I don't get it I've never really used it I don't wear it like I've got some colourful bits in my house but it's primarily black house so it's um <laughs> are we the opposite of each other maybe oh dude yeah I'm a colour orgy man fucking <laughs> I have as much colour around <laughs> at all times this makes life better man makes life better in my opinion I'm gonna have to try and remember that when I write up a little 
bio about this episode, Mike Boyd, the colour orgy. <laughs> On Hampstead Heath. <laughs> <laughs> with, with two members of Her Majesty's government. <laughs> yeah. So ha- has it taken you a lot of trying out different brands of colour and stuff to settle on ones that you like? Oh, totally, man. Yeah. I mean, I've really kind of been proper pushing the colour and really focusing on it the last 10 or so years. And I think I've gone through every brand. And the only thing that I would say to other tailors out there is like, there are brands that are good at some colours and there are brands that are better at other colours. And yeah you know you just have to find the sweet spot that works for you your hand motion your machine your needles you know it's tone is so subjective that it's whatever fits your groove so there's some colors that i use and like other friends of mine who use colors they're like how do you use that color don't get <laughs> it you know so yeah it's definitely strokes for folks you know so yeah I, Probably I go between Eternal Fusion, Dungro, Solid. Uh, about five, six brands that I have of all different shades and tones. Because some make like some will make like better like muted colours, and they they you can make yourself, but it's nice to have consistency across a brand, and especially if like you need to do touch ups and stuff. So I used to do that. I used to mix a lot of my own colours um, and then you forget what fucking pink it was and then it comes back and you're like, oh, sick, it's not there anymore. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember that for shit. And even if you write it down in on your phone, like <laughs> either I'm really bad at note-taking, well, evidently, because I can't remember what half the time I write down. But <laughs> I look at it and I'm like, ah, that's not right. And then I'm sitting there and I've gone through like six or seven ink caps trying to make this same fucking tone. Um, but yeah, you live and learn. That must be so hard, actually, like if that if you do need to do a touch up. Yeah. Just hope that you don't need that. to do many. Yeah, it's a shite man. <laughs> but yeah, I've got ways around it now. Um, and it's been funny as well, like kind of now that I've been doing it for a time where you can really see how pigment sits in skin and mm-hmm. just seeing what stuff is like after 10 years, you know, it's really quite impressive to see what stuff holds up and what stuff doesn't. Um, I used to use eternal bright orange a lot when I kind of first started pushing the color. Um, and then I've seen that, I saw that twice last week and it had just fallen out. Like oh, shit. it wasn't there, man. And I, I saw this guy who I towed, even not that long ago, maybe four years ago. And I was looking, he said, oh, we need a touch-up on this. And I was like, all right, sick, cool, come on in. So he did something new. And then I was like, cool, let's look at this. And then I was like, oh, mate, I'll just get the print out so I can just remember what exactly the colours were and stuff. And then there was a bit that was just all this orange and it just gone. And I was just like, it just looked like skin. And I was like, fucking hell, that is blowing my mind. I should have got a fucking picture, actually. But anyway... But yeah, so that I stopped using that, and now now I use a lot of like Dermaglow for those bright colours because they just seem to. Well, actually, I don't know because people who I have conversations about colour pigment to, they kind of say that sometimes those yellows and oranges, it doesn't. It just depends on the person's skin because yeah. sometimes it holds forever, and other times it just gets kicked the fuck out super quick. So. 
yeah you just gotta fuck around and find out I think a lot of the time there's um where I work is um in Stone Market, which is like a little small Suffolk town and there was a local man who used to tattoo way way back and you can tell which tattoos his because people come in and they've just got like a, a few smudges of green left and nothing else nothing else and yeah it was just all the same and you're like oh was that Baz and they're like yeah how do you know and it's like because you've only got <laughs> green left don't know what the fuck has happened to the black or anything else like and they'll wow. kind of, yeah, it was like a it was like a a pinup or it was like a cannon or whatever and you're like no. Even with the black as well. Yeah, literally just ah. the green. It's crazy. Damn. I don't know what he was doing. Um <laughs> but it was like 80s, 90s. Wow, that's crazy. Like even to kick out black, because that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's mad. They come in and they're like, I just don't really understand what's happened. So my cat's being an app like an absolute shit. <laughs> he was just <laughs> knocking stuff off, so I had to mute and then shake the dreamies, and now he's like crazed about them. Yeah, they are crack they are crack it's because i got the ones with cheese in that's the Ooh. the real crack Tempting. yeah soft inside crunchy outside <laughs> nice <laughs> um so there's lots of power in background it's not me it's it's elvis anyway sorry elvis just tries <laughs> to steal the show and he, every... he just gets fucking yeah. jealous he does oh, get jealous. Oh, that fucking Mick. Mick's staying over mine with his bird next this weekend, and Elvis is gonna like kill him in his sleep. Yeah. It's you that's been taking her attention. Yeah, I know what it is because my cats do it as well. When I'm working from home and I sit in silence all day, and then someone rings me up and I'm like, hello, and all the cats come in like, oh, must be talking to me. I really want a cat, man. Oh, have you got any pets? Ah, man, I haven't had a cat for years. Joys of London living, you know. Oh, yeah. Having a house cat and stuff, so. Yeah. We got, we inherited house cats and then, um, then one of them died. So we got another one. She's only got one eye and other health issues. So it needs medication. So if they, if they go out and miss a day's medicine, they they could be fucked. So I feel a bit less, less bad. Oh, yeah, I brought it down, brought the movie. <laughs> yeah. Let's yes. get it back on to um, members Bumming. of parliament. Fucking <laughs> just, just to be fair, I, I, uh, these are described as homosexual incidents, and uh, there, there was a lot more that you can do than just bumming. I was, I was, I was, I was bad for generalizing and going straight for bumming, so I apologize. Oh, right, oh, right, okay, could be. Anything. Do they have Who oral knows? sex? Do you think? <laughs> I actually think I can do this as well. I don't know why. When you said oral sex like that, and that hasn't <laughs> none of the none of the none of the elements. I think, but I think maybe. He's Does it say well. in the on the oh, Wikipedia page that they were rimming? No, <laughs> they were they were dressed up as rimming. Um, uh, <laughs> oh. I'm very sorry, Mike. Press this is what rimming. happens. This is what happens. Take the risk. You come on an unknown podcast in the end of yeah, speaking man. about homosexual yes, MPs. Uh, George Michael was also caught um, yeah. on Hampstead Heath as well. So. Was he? I thought yeah. it was just the toilet. Huh. Could have been a toilet on Hampstead Heath. I don't know. Uh, the, I, I don't know the cottaging. Oh, I'm panicking now. Yeah, cottage, yeah. <laughs> just throw out different terms cottage docking no 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 because it says cottaging on here but i don't know what does that is that toilet specifically that's, that's, i think that's specifically it is. toilets it is yes 
Yeah. Do you think there's a blue plaque on the outside of the toilet? Fucking wants to be. He's the bollocks. Should we? You know how um Low Harder got a blue plaque made for somebody a tattooist in Brighton. We should get a blue plaque made and then go put it on the toilet in Amsterdam. Yeah. We'll have to ask Low where he got it from. <laughs> um, I'm just single-handedly giving my cat diabetes here. We're going through nearly a whole packet of treatment. Oh, no, don't, don't want to lose a foot. <laughs> don't worry about it. Right, let's get back on track. Sorry. Where are you now? Where do you work now? Uh, so at the moment, I split my time between Circle and Red Point. I do two days a week each. Um, it's fucking dope, man. Great setup. Really Why do you stuff. split it like that? Just for a change of scenery? Um, yeah, I've been at the Circle for eight years. Um, and I've been at Red Point two years now. So, yeah, I was just getting a bit itchy feet in the circle. And I'm really good friends with the owner. And we just kind of spoke very frankly about it. Um, and Red Point, I, kind of, I had been watching for a while. Um, I kind of, I, when they set that up, I was like, that's going to be a heavy hit shop. And I just kind of watched it and watched it. And I thought I'll give them a year just to kind of like find their feet and settle in. And then I applied for a job when I was in out in Denver, actually. And then I, I flew back and then I got the thumbs up for a interview. Um, jet lag to shit. And then, yeah, kind of all went from there. Um, Who yeah, else I, is I, there? What, sorry? Who else is there at Red Point? Who's shopping? Uh, Claudia, Yataro and T-Day own it. Oh. Um, there's Toby, there's Inma, Joe, Dan, Mantas. Super uh, shop. Yeah, Mishla. We've got so many amazing guests that come in as well. Yeah, I'm learning a lot there, man. It's great. Yeah, it's nice to work. I try. I really like being around like as many artists as possible. I think it's really good just to be around as many creative people as possible because you just never know what you pick up. That's one thing that I that I got from this is there's there's creative and doing stuff like tattooing. It's very easy to. I think for some people, none of our guests, but they <laughs> get get quite good at it get a shop and then don't don't learn anymore yeah uh, yeah it's very easy to do, do. Just, there's that stop, stop and that. And there's, yeah and there's other people who are like who will just carry it and they will never stop learning and looking at stuff and yeah yeah, you've got and about it. yeah you definitely got to otherwise you just you just stagnate and then everything stagnates and then you know the world goes on around you and you're just stuck in the 90s the 80s the mm-hmm. whatever you know you kind of have to keep progressing um it's very easy to kind of sit back and chill um but also as well you know i think when you open up a shop you kind of you take on a different role then you're not just a tailor you're kind of you're trying to make a place that's cool you know and like you're trying to sell a space to other creatives so i think it changes you're not necessarily might not be tattooing as much so your role might change but you kind of have to keep on being fresh and kind of not stagnating otherwise you just get left behind man yeah yeah definitely um and it's sorry sorry no please carry on (laughs) um yeah i just yeah just reiterating just how i how much i value kind of being progressive and i like to kind of look at my work even like 
a year ago and I'd like to see if there I always want there to be progress you know I always I don't want to be stuck in a style or uh, I, I probably I am pigeonholed to a degree but you just have to keep evolving it you can't just sit there and it naturally happens the more time you spend on it the more kind of stuff that you do outside of tattering influences your tattooing definitely is there a like a point that you want to get to is there a way a direction that you're taking your tattooing in at the moment um yeah so um i may probably doing it a bit more subconsciously than consciously but um i'm changing my line weight a lot um in mine it used to be super heavy like 30 round shader whoa and i would like double line that as well so it'd be like this fucking like finger of a line Jeez. used to fucking love it man but you just see it and it just you know that in four years time is just not what you want it to be so it's like a fist instead of a. Uh, yeah and uh, yeah you have to if you're doing a, a line weight that heavy everything else has to be super simple to kind of give it space to breathe within the piece if you see what i mean like visibly because what i was doing for ages was overcomplicating things just because i could and mm-hmm. not just realizing you know the quality of the the whole image so I started sketching a lot more in thumbnail size just so you can get composition and layout done properly because then it'll it, I always think it look if it's a good image it'll look good small uh-huh. and if you can get across what you want to get across so uh, I, whereas I used to do the opposite I used to kind of like kind of zoom in a lot and kind of really faff around and texturize and stuff like that and I kind of wouldn't look at the big picture as much yeah um so yeah I've definitely changed that approach so yeah the line weight's getting a lot lighter um kind of not steering more away from the kind of Picasso-esque stuff that I used to do because it's very hard to do properly in skin that will hold up over the years I'm kind of thinking that my tattooing needs to be way more graphic and way more illustrative for it to work as a tattoo in 10, 20 years. So now I'm trying to kind of separate my art stuff with my murals and stuff like that, where that is going to be way more abstracted and kind of loose. Um, So yeah, it's nice to kind of push in different avenues and just kind of see what stuff looks like. Um, I've changed my how I uh, how I break my tattoos up, and I used to do a lot of like just long days, like anywhere between six to eight hour days. Just used to fucking go in, smash it out, use loads of back team, um, and I think that was a habit because I was traveling a lot as well pre-COVID. Like I did six years, kind of just cruising around the world, and that is very much like one shot territory. You know, you mm-hmm. kind of just got to be in and out. So bang. Um, but now it's going to be breaking stuff down into two, three hour appointments a day. Um, as I said before, we were recording, I've really fucked up my neck. Um, and that's made me kind of reevaluate how I tattoo and everything, really. So, was it a tattoo, yeah. tattoo related neck injury? Um, it's, it seems like it was like a, a, 
accumulation of things like um i'm quite an avid like boulderer and i was like right. i'd climb like three times a week like i'd lift weights i'd run um and then i'd tattoo for crazy long days and i think you know i'm fucking 35 and running around like a 21 year old well nothing wrong uh, with 35 uh we are still in the prime of youth my friend <laughs> yeah still not quite middle age i'm holding <laughs> on to that last bit of youth yes um <laughs> And because, like, I fucked my back pretty early on into my career, um, like, about two or three years in, and I was a vegetable for, like, a fucking month. Um, and then I kind of really started to, like, look after myself because I used to, like, party a lot. And then I was like, fuck, I really need to start looking after myself. So I started exercising more regularly and, like, diet-related stuff, and it really helped. Um, but it was just... I think the long sessions of where, cause I would get myself into like a really nice groove, like especially after the line work had been done and I was coloring cause the coloring I find like quite meditative. Like it's like, especially if you're packing and it's very the same motion over and over again, you know, you can really get involved on it, but I would like hunker down into this position and I could be there for like two, three hours and I'll just hoon it and just get through the tattoo super quick because of time constraint or fucking whatever um and then yeah i felt my neck go one day when i was drawing and but the pain dissipated super quick and i was just like yes sweet did a whole day at work was fine went climbing it kind of felt fine felt a bit weird but nothing crazy and then i did another long day and then the top of my right arm was on fire like my forearm and i was like fuck this is weird so went home, slept, woke up, and my like couldn't pick anything up. It was just fucked, man. Really scared the shit out of me. Oh my god! It was a, it was a nerve nerve thing. Yeah. So I had a bulging disc in my neck that was oh. pressing on my radial nerve. Jesus. Um. Yeah, man. It fucked me up hard. Like couldn't pick up anything. Um yeah nhs like unfortunately like this is crazy the weight was phenomenal so i've I've hurt my neck the beginning of march and the nearest i could go see like a musculoskeletal specialist was two weeks ago man so i ended up spending like 1500 quid of my own money and going private Hmm. Fucking getting MRIs, uh, three different osteopaths, a physio, fucking acupuncturist. Um, yeah, fucked me up, man. I was like horizontal for almost a month. Wow. Didn't really walk. Um, and then last week was I did two days of tattooing, only three or four hours. Um, is that the first tattoo you've done since March? Um, I, I came back about three weeks ago because I thought I was feeling okay. I did two days at Red Point and it fucked me up, man. Oh my God. Pushed me back hard. Um, so just been resting a lot, been reading, been reading a really sick color book actually at the moment. <laughs> what's, it, what's, it, what's it called? Who's it by? Uh, it's, I'll just get it. It's fucking sick. Don't get up too quick. I don't want to yeah, put, you back, put you back a week. <laughs> You can't see us. We've got nothing. No, like, thank God it's, like, much better now. Um, uh, It is this. It's a guy who used to be, what's his name? Yosef Albers. And he was a teacher at 
um, that was in Bauhaus in Berlin. Um, and it's all of his lessons that he would teach. And, mate, some of the shit in here blow your mind. Um, so that has been a godsend. Wow. Um, but, yeah, man, and, like, I couldn't do shit. Like, I couldn't use my right hand, so... Oh my god yeah i was trying to do stuff with my left hand but you know what it's like it's just infuriating oh fuck. it's obviously not up to the same fucking what like what's in my head i can't get out so um I'll it just makes ro- you realize how fragile you are doesn't it when oh, you mate, stuff like that? Your own like, mortality. oh my god i've hurt my back before and that was quite early on as well and now i'm just so aware that the smallest twinge i'm like fuck no yeah, <laughs> Yeah, honestly, like other tattoos, whoever listened to this, man, fucking if you feel anything go in your neck or your back, man, rest up. Like, don't push it like I did. God. Um, Do you think it would have been better if you'd have just stopped? Yeah, then? definitely, man. Because I remember it like it was sore and I went and did a guest spot up at Valentine's at my mate Keeley's. So I know you had yeah. uh, them on a couple of weeks to go and it was sore up there. And I was just like, ah, oh, this is shit. But. You know, you kind of, it wasn't to the point where it was stopping me from working. It was just sore. Yeah. And I was just like, nah. And then just traveling around and then just working. And yeah, I think it just compounded it over time. And Jeez. then, um, yeah. So fingers crossed. I got signed off by my physio and my osteopath yesterday. So just it like is. easing myself back in. Yeah. I had a fucking New York trip as well that I had to, I've got to reschedule. So oh no um yeah i've got to sort that out god it's so stressful oh man especially having that after you know after everything that everyone's (laughs) had with covid yeah you you go right well i know we've had that but i've reevaluated everything we'll have a solid run now we can do it right and then you're like oh bang (laughs) yeah it did start to feel like another lockdown yeah i bet (coughs) it was brutal did you have a lot of people to reschedule? Like, how yeah, luckily, solid is got, your diary and stuff? Yeah, I've got a lot. I've got an amazing assistant, so she's been fucking <coughs> amazing. So yeah, she was sorting that all out for me. <coughs> and luckily, like all my clients, they've been lovely. Like, bless them. Um, so yeah, just kind of getting back like slowly at the moment. Um, yeah, so fingers crossed, I should be back up to like full strength. Uh, summer. Sorry, excuse me. Apart from that sunstroke yeah. you've got there. Oh yeah, that's the teeth. Good luck with that, mate. And uh, yeah, all the best. <laughs> no, I hope that that. Uh, hope oh, that, you mean with that... the neck, not the yeah. I mean, not the, the sunstroke. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely sending. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. To be fair, it is hard to Ooh. know with me sometimes. I'm Spalling. You're listening to How Much for a Sleeve, and my cat's fucking dead, mate. Um, this might be a good time to come back in with a with our standard question. So I'll go in and to make life easy for mixed editing. Um, the only question we ask everyone each week is if you were on a desert, if you had to be stuck on a desert island with three, how many do we do? Three. I ask it every week and I still forget. Um, three tattooists, who would you want to be with? Oh. Um, how long are we on the island for? Forever. For- forever. Potentially, so, and unless you choose somebody who can get you off it, I really, I good, at paper, really good at paper airplanes. 
You <laughs> could make one big enough for four of you. Pay for aeroplanes. Yeah, with that <laughs> engines and everything. Um, uh, Hembo Henning, definitely. <laughs> He's like one of my best friends. And it'd just be fucking jokes being on an island with him. Um, yeah, probably my mate Adam as well. <laughs> Adam Ruff. And probably yeah. the grime so I could steal all his secrets. <laughs> <laughs> would any of those get you off the island, do you think? I don't know. Hopefully we'd be having so much fun that it wouldn't matter. You wouldn't oh. even notice. Yeah, it'd just be jokes. Yeah, because we don't put any other rules on it. Like you haven't got... Yeah. A, there's no we- adverse weather conditions. Food, oh, nice. Food of some sort of variety is abundant, but you do have to like cut it and cook it and whatever. Oh yeah, all day. That'd be sick. You can you can make up your it's own rules like that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was I got sick of me playing with his toes. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah, right. So fucking hell. <clears throat> I heard that one. Chill out, Elvis. <laughs> well, of course, if if he did want you to stop doing that, there's a very obvious and easy way he could leave. No, just put on his blue suede shoes. Oh! <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. You said that you couldn't you forget that you're nearly 40, but your jokes do not. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them coming, man. They're sick. Thanks. <laughs> Don't encourage him. <laughs> when people people have never met me before, can we go, oh god, he's so funny. You, you hang around him one more time, you'll change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick, if you were on a desert island, would you choose to be there with me? Absolutely nowhere. No, no, no <laughs> chance. I mean, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm assuming we're in. You know, all of my clothes would be on fire immediately. <laughs> and because they the read. fire that the fire that I built. Just because you know, you then, I'm, then I've got, then I've got to sp- spend the rest of the time <laughs> hiding, <laughs> hiding little, little, little Mick down there. <laughs> there would, there'd be no need to hide little Mick. He hides by himself. He does, yeah. Oh, what, I, had a, I had a, I had a shower at cricket the other day, and um, <clears throat> there was no hot water left, so I went in last. And he 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 didn't he was well in the restroom for like <laughs> a good half no an hour. No cottaging there. No way. Not trying, to, trying to jump jump up and down to try and get some centrifugal force in it. Nothing, nothing. Just stayed in the abdomen, going. Nope. <laughs> Not today. Nope. Like a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we digress. One of the one things this 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 podcast truly excels at is digress. Do you think that on books closed they talk about tiny willies and cottaging? No, no. Missing out, man. Missing out. That's our USP. Yeah, just being a bit shit. (laughs) Being really (laughs) shit. Yeah. (laughs) So you said. You said you'd you'd um you'd doing a lot of traveling, so presumably when when you're back yeah. to full fitness, you're you're back on that. Yeah, man. So um, I've got my uh, new US visa. Is um, I had nice. one 
prior to COVID, but that um, I lost nine months on that because of lovely COVID. Damn. Um, <clears throat> so kind of put it on hold until <clears throat> we were back in business again. Um, that came through the beginning of the year. Um, so I'll be cruising around the States again a lot more. Um, it's kind of Europe's really off the grid now because of the wonderful Brexit. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I'd love to go back out to Hong Kong again, hopefully at some point. Um, I loved it over there. That was always a, a good, fun tattoo session. Um, but yeah, I've got New York that is going to be rescheduled. Um, I'll be doing um, the Pagoda Festival uh, that my friend Justin puts on out. I think it believe it's in Philadelphia. Um, <clears throat> that'll be August. And then end of August, kind of like September time, hopefully I'll be in, in Texas and Denver and then Portland and San Diego uh, wow. and hopefully Hawaii as well. <clears throat> but yeah, let's see. Hopefully my neck's like all okay in because sitting down's the worst. Like if I sit down on a hard chair, it really fucks my neck up. Wow. So playing for 10 hours isn't going to be fun, is it? Yeah, I could just go down Valley Alley and just get pretty comatose <laughs> and just fucking... Valley Alley. Valley Alley, that's yeah. awesome. I want to go down Valley Alley. Yeah, it's always fun, isn't it? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what I've got coming up. Um So, yeah, hopefully it should be a nice busy end of year, kind of get fighting fit over the summer and then ready to tear it up in the autumn, really. That sounds awesome. <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah, I really miss traveling. I kind of like really miss it. I didn't think I'd miss it so much, but like the novelty of just airports and yeah. shit airport food and an airport beer. I miss it so much. Oh, mate. Isn't it? It's um, so sad. Yeah, I've got <laughs> Bristol coming up as well. I'll be doing that in this country. Oh, yeah. What, the convention? The convention yeah. <clears throat> I always oh. have a good time there. Yeah, I've never been to that one. Oh, uh, it's it good, man. I really out, recommend it. Yeah, it looks like it's just like another Brighton, just quality. Yeah, just in Bristol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like Bristol. I've got a soft spot for Bristol. It's always a fun city. Um, um, is it the same visa as if you were, like, residential? Um, I have an O1 visa, so that I can move there on it. Um, I can go back and forth and do whatever I want, really, for three years. Um, <clears throat> it's great, man. That's awesome. Would you ever live yeah. there? Uh, well, pre-COVID, I was meant to fucking, I was meant to move to New York. I was meant to move to New York in September 2020. Oh, man. But yeah, everything obviously went to shit. And yeah, my my whole life turned upside down during COVID, man. <clears throat> so, and came out much better, so winner winner apart from having covid twice in a fuck neck <laughs> so is it, is it that, logistically is it logistically <laughs> easier to go to america than it is to go to around europe as it were because got, um if you went to one country in europe would that be fine yeah, I mean, if, uh, if you're doing a little tour I've had like invites to go go around Europe, but I, it's just not going to be as easy as it was. Yeah, it's not yeah. Um, passport. Yeah, exactly. And it's just what a waste. A I know we always talk about it, and it's preaching to the converted, I'm sure. But just what a waste of for everyone. 
Oh, mate, yeah, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's just... Well, I just don't get it. I just don't yeah. get the mindset. So yeah. sad. <clears throat> and, you know, it's, it's really affected my whole career. Like, you know... I, I, I've pretty much written off Europe as a place to work now because of it. Yeah. And that's so yeah. sad. Um, Cause I used to do the Milan convention. I used to love doing that. That was always a good one to do. I'd go work um, in Amsterdam with Angelique. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd go to um, sticks and stones in Berlin. Yeah. yeah. I just fucking loved it, man. It was so, it was so easy to do once you're, <laughs> like internally yeah um yeah and it's sad that that's not possible anymore so yeah looking out to the states yeah see, um, how I that like post-covid we just totally took it for granted how convenient it was to Mate, be for the eu really did really did yeah that is sad do you think you'll still try and move out there then to the states um I don't know. I don't know. Things I really want to go see what it's like after like post COVID. Well, yeah. Like after all the lockdowns and stuff, I just kind of just get a vibe for it again and just kind of see. Because <clears throat> I'm I'm a bit worried about like the economy in this country at the moment. <coughs> um, yeah, it feels yeah. quite volatile. Um. Yeah, it's just pretty fucked up. Um. I don't know what it's going to be like. So it's nice to kind of have this plan B of. <coughs> Sorry, man. No, you're fine. <coughs> honestly, don't worry. <coughs> Sunstroke. Fucking hay fever. It's really fucking me up. Oh yeah, I'm Always. suffering with hay fever so much. Uh, May really comes in and fucks me up. The whole of May, I'm useless. I'm fucked up in <coughs> April, but I feel like I got away with it this year. I don't know why. Um, there's um apple <coughs> blossom and grass seed does mean. So apple blossom comes out in April and everyone mows their lawn. So I'm usually fucked. I've been all right, which oh, probably mate. means I'm getting all cocky. <coughs> And then uh, my, my I body's changed is. and I'll be allergic to fucking something else and I'll <laughs> die in, die in <laughs> Rape seed really messes me up. And I, I was like really suffering every day. Just every day I'd wake up and think, oh, I've got a cold. And then I drove like the back way um, from my house the other day and there's this whole field of rape. And I was like, there you are, you fucker. And then yes. on a walk with friends, <clears throat> we had to walk through a rapeseed field I walk next to it and I was like just waiting for my eyes to go my eyes dry out like instantly and then my contacts stop working I'm like awesome this just is go bright red can't yeah. see shit yeah, yeah. It's horrible man <clears throat> I swear it just gets worse the older man, it gets, especially worse it as gets. I've gotten older as well it's gotten worse man <clears throat> I thought it'd be better when moving to London but even even one sniffle now wherever you are everyone's like right now yeah. Are you, are, you, are you fucking can't get away especially on yeah. <laughs> on the tube as well yeah <coughs> yeah i'm constantly saying it's hay fever or i'm a smoker it's not covid i smoke yeah, yeah you've got to explain <laughs> yourself haven't you yeah every, every cough jokes ridiculous and <laughs> um, make is there anything else you'd like to ask before mike dies i don't think we, i think we've done it all I think we're yeah. good. I think it's been awesome. Yeah, got, I feel like got, we should let you like recover well, a bit. Well, there. well over an hour, hour and hour and nine minutes of stuff as well. Oh, awesome. don't sick. Take, it goes take, so take fast. a bit out for. Um, yeah, it does, man. Take a bit out for um, <coughs> and... libel cases and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you keep in as much of the bumming as you can. Yeah, I you think know, I'll do what I can. Good. Could be quite good. 
quite enough bumming. I think we've probably reached our bumming threshold, but I think I don't think we've gone too far past it. We have an 8% tattoo content threshold that I always say. Like, we've done well today. We've done, we've done loads. We are, and we're up. Yeah. <laughs> early 30s, I think, which is <laughs> a, 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 rather good, distressingly um, yeah, in, the, in the top half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's good. And it's what every, like, loads of people say that they like it, but they like to hear about tattooing and stuff, but they also like to hear about um, bumming. About I've just yeah. people's lives, people's people's lives, how they do stuff and what they do. Yeah, it's important, like the human factor, you know, because tattooing, yeah, like if you're, it's a bit boring. Like if I people listening to me geek out about color, I don't think it's fuck me. I'd be bored listening to me after ten minutes. So <laughs> I think that <clears throat> I think people are going to listen to that and think, fuck, I'm I want to do that. People who yeah. are thinking about dipping a toe into color or oh, do it. Toe do it it'll be hard and you'll fuck shit up you'll scar people but fuck it you know <laughs> just back in practice man <laughs> it's fun it opens up a whole new world you can do so much with it <clears throat> it's so such a great thing to be able to do is there any advice you'd give you'd give to someone other than just fucking do it for, for someone <laughs> who's wanting to have a go Color, anything, they should, um, anything they should read anything they should watch <clears throat> or anything like that uh there's um what's his name um uh russ abbott who does all the tattoo smart stuff um he's got some really sick i think he's even got a presentation on like the fundamentals of color theory um that you can buy i think is is super cheap um and also as well for digital artists out there he does like loads of stuff that you can kind of put into procreate so you can kind of use like the branded colors he's got them all so they're like they'll be like the eternal like rising red and it'll oh that's cool yeah so there's loads of really helpful stuff out there um tattoo smart is definitely a good place for a lot of tattooers that want to kind of <clears throat> it's kind of a lot more tattoo orientated whereas the other stuff is is kind of it can be quite academic but uh, there's so many good YouTubes on color theory as well and fundamentals of color. Um, and also just type literally color theory into Amazon. Buy a couple of books and read them, man. It's, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating subject. <clears throat> it has been awesome. interesting here. Hearing you talk about it. So cool. um, thank you. Thank you so much for coming yeah, thanks, on our really so podcast. Thanks for letting me on, man. It's been fun. <laughs> I'm sorry it's been in the gutter for most of the <laughs> episode. But... Dude, great. Love it. <laughs> the is fun, man. It's where it's nice to hang out. It's where it's yeah. at. Yeah, thank totally. You. It's funny as fun. <laughs> also, well, last to meet you and thank you again. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers, mate. Thank See you soon. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.